0: You are listening to Artisan Adventures with FGG Designs. Join us on our journey as we explore the different worlds of wood carving, ring making, knife making, photography, pyrography, leathercraft, crochet, and paper art. This is episode number eight. And even though it isn't Valentine's Day anymore and it's long gone, this is our third part of our Valentine's Day edition. Today we are excited because we get to hear the wonderful story of how Sean and Elizabeth met. Let's get right into their story.
1: Okay, so unlike basically everyone at this table, I didn't have a Christian upbringing and never been to church. It wasn't actually until I was 22 that I came to Christ. So I I led the majority of my life as, I used to say atheist, but that's probably not the right terminology because everyone does believe in God, they just suppress that. So I was a suppressor rather than a, that's probably a better terminology. But I just, I lived my life for me, that's basically what it came down to. I didn't want a God to bow to. I just wanted to do what I wanted to do and not be held accountable to anything. But thankfully, there was a, a guy called Daniel, who is a very big part of my life, who when i was working at a doi store they don't have it in america it was it's almost like a home depot type place i was his kind of for lack of terminology senior officer if you would say that way and he was put under my custody wow what this is bad terminology yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was his person in charge of him basically and there was another person i was in charge of as well and we were all talking and you know i was talking about aliens and all this <laughs> other stuff and he just calmly said, hmm, can I tell you what I believe? And I didn't know he was a Christian or not or anything. So I said, like, yeah, sure, go for it. And then he just came out with the gospel. And that was the first time almost anything actually made sense. Because, I mean, it's true what the Word of God says, that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of all wisdom. And I wasn't saying I started to fear the Lord at that point, but it was it actually made sense compared to what I was believing before, which was basically nothing made everything and aliens purse here. And it was just weird, mm. weird, crazy stuff which is actually quite a popular thought nowadays, actually. But that's another story. Because I always had so many concerns about Christianity. You know, I was raised to think that the earth was billions of years old and dinosaurs were millions of years before humans. And I had so many questions about, well, but the Bible doesn't talk about that. Mm -hmm. And also mainly every religion talks about man making their way back to God. And I didn't understand any of that. But then when Daniel told me the gospel about how Religion is man making the way to God, but Christianity is God made made a way for man back to him through Christ. And he told me the analogy of a person can't be forgiven just because they do right things. Just like in a court of law, you won't be let off from a crime because you're a good person. You still have to pay for that crime Mm. unless someone pays for that crime for you. So right there, the only actual religion in my mind that made sense then was Christianity because that's the only religion that offers an atonement. No religion offers that. But still, I wasn't a Christian at that point. It just got me thinking. Day by day, every time I came to work, it was almost like he was my boss. I came right into him and was just asking him questions. And day by day, he just broke down every barrier that I had in my mind until I was literally, my world was flipped upside down and everything I believed was a lie. And the only thing left standing before me was God. But then I carried on my kind of life just with this head knowledge of, okay, this is true. I believed it to be true, but did that affect the way I lived? No, not so, not so much. But thankfully the Lord, I won't go into all this detail, um, but the Lord led me through a lot of sin in my life that he gave me the victory over when I finally came to him because I was almost leading two lives at that point. I was leading a quote-unquote Christian lifestyle by listening to messages and going to church and reading the Bible and learning things. But it, was, yeah, it wasn't affecting the way I was living. I was still living for myself. Um, and finally the Lord... Broke my heart, if you want to say it that way. He broke me and made me see my sin for what it was. And finally, I was able to cry out to him for mercy. And that's when he saved me officially. And that's when I wasn't living for myself anymore. That's when I truly started to live for Christ. Mm. And that's, I'd probably say, is when my life actually began because anything before then is counted as worthless. Right. Um, I mean, the Lord uses those things in my life before I was saved. But until that point in time, I wasn't living. For myself i was dead in sin as the bible says so i truly became alive when i came to christ when i was 22. and so that was kind of yeah my life before also elizabeth because i'm thankful that was before elizabeth because mm-hmm. if i would have met elizabeth while i was like that then we wouldn't be married today right she's very clear about that <laughs> <laughs> and also in the situation i would never have met her in the situation i was in but yeah so that was when i was 22 i came to christ in september 2012 and Praise the Lord. Yeah. Um, I remember it was just after the summer Olympics, uh, 2012 Olympics, which was hosted in England and everyone's going crazy about it. So I can't remember that date, but the most important thing that happened that year was not the Olympics, but my salvation. Mm -hmm. And then it was less than a year later, I met Elizabeth and Elizabeth came to the church I was at um, on a mission trip. And looking back, it's just crazy. How the Lord's timing is perfect and everything. Amen. Um, it truly blows your mind because if she would have come, there was a mission trip that came from her church the year before she came, and when she came was the last time they came.
2: Mm, they've come since then, but
1: okay, they came since then. <laughs> <laughs> but you wouldn't have gone on that trip. No, right. But yeah, the year before, if she would have come,
2: I wasn't part of the church that I was. So the church that went, I wasn't part of that church yet at that, or part of the young adults group that went.
1: Right, that and neither was I. I wasn't at the church you would have been coming to. Right. So even if you were a part of that church and came to this church I was a part of, I wouldn't have been there. And then, yeah, the year afterwards, you probably wouldn't have come anyway. So it was one of those, about one week in time that we could have possibly met. Was at and, that, one And time. I
2: wasn't even sure I was going to go. I mean, the, the mission trip had been mentioned in the, the young adults group, and I mean, I, I thought about it, but it wasn't... It wasn't like, oh, I really want to go. I really want to go. It was, I mean, I've, all my life I've always had kind of, I don't know, bad experiences, but not comfortable experiences with like summer camps and, you know, I love my family, so I didn't like to be away from my family for long periods of time. So mission trips and summer camps and things like that never appealed to me. And then well, I think it was the January when it was really close to approaching the final selection of team members for the trip the the youth pastor had spoke to me and he was like so you thought of going and I was like not really he's like well you, you know you might be interested I was like well you know it sounds kind of fun but I you know it wasn't really something I was going to like you know it really set cheap out either. to it wasn't no it wasn't oh, cheap wow. I mean it was it was what 10 days away mm-hmm. I mean it yeah. was during the summer like you know summertime I mean it's expensive as well as
1: well you came during the 10 days of English summer though so right <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah it was nice while we get there but yeah but it, I just you know I, I just didn't think much about it but then when he approached me and he's like well pray about it think about it talk to your parents about it here's an application you know, if you've, if you want to, just fill it out. I mean, it's not even guaranteed that you'll make the team, but, you know, it's worth a try. So I was like, well, okay, I guess. So I came home and we talked about it with my parents. And of course, they were like, no, you're not going, because they didn't want me to just leave them. <laughs> but <laughs> that was all just more in, in joking, of course. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, in the end, I applied and it turned out they wanted me on the team, so That was that and I went And the Lord provided the funds? Yeah. Through through multiple ways of fundraising and asking support for from others. The Lord provided for all of the necessities to get over there. And it
0: it was just so evident that again the Lord orchestrated all of this because it it just wasn't really you. Right. It was and and, like we were sort of (laughs) surprised, but at the same time we were enthusiastic that, you know, that you wanted to do it and and it wasn't it Lord wasn't so that i intent. could go
2: you know get go get a husband like that was no <laughs>
0: no <laughs> um, that was i think the was, last thing oh, on yeah, your mind it was that,
2: definitely it was not, not no. um i mean sure the previous year you know someone came back in a relationship and then sure enough that's it then following year they got married but you know that was like wow that's so cool that never happens and then no in my judge <laughs> right. well, in my church, so, you know, we were excited for them and and they actually, they got married, well, I think like a week before or a few weeks before we, or actually a month, I think, before we went, this, so the second mission trip team went and yeah, I mean, while we were there, you know, our, our mission for the trip was to evangelize, to help the church in any way that we could... Help them, whether it was within the building or you know just evangelizing the streets, going around the neighborhoods, talking to people i mean that was that was the purpose, but obviously the Lord had actually another purpose in mind as well, and I didn't think too much of it I mean the first night really actually i I did spot this this guy there, <laughs> but you know didn't think too much more of it
1: which was another evidence of the Lord's leading grace as well because I wouldn't have come that night because you guys came on a Monday or you came late Sunday Monday. you came on a Monday and being quite young in the faith I'd only I'd been saved for just under a year at this point I was being discipled by a brother from church and when he, I used to get together with him on a Monday and I went to his house as normal and he was like hey the the mission trip have just come in should we go to church and meet them and if I so I wouldn't have even gone to church. So if that was the point, I wouldn't have actually met her until the following Sunday, which was two days before you left. So I probably only would have met you once and the chance not much would have happened from there. It's only because I came on that Monday and then Tuesday and then Wednesday and then Thursday. <laughs> and then I came pretty much the whole week. And also that was, this is going to sound horrible, that wasn't even because of you. That was actually because of some... And else? I, yeah, it was um, a guy that's <laughs> called Zach. <Jack. laughs> yeah, um, another girl. I wasn't interested in another girl. No, but I made one that Monday. I yeah. instantly bonded with a guy called Zach, yeah. and we became like almost oh, best friends yeah. straight away. Yeah. And he was like, "Hey, we're going out evangelizing tomorrow. Do you want to come?" And Tuesday was my day off, so I was like, "Sure, yeah." So I came on Tuesday, and that's when
2: that's when our lives changed.
1: That's when I actually probably met you, yeah. Because I I literally jumped into your life, as we say, because you went to take a picture of. Buckingham Palace, and mm-hmm. I jumped in front of your camera just as you were about to take it, and your first words to me were...
2: Really?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yep. It really happened.
2: <laughs> I, I pulled down the camera because obviously I saw him jump through the viewfinder, and I took it down, and I'm looking at him, I'm like, really? It's messed up my shot? No. <laughs>
1: well, can, then from then on... <laughs> it wasn't really messed up because... A lot I, did because never, of.
2: I, I actually never took that picture. Aw.
1: I'm sorry.
3: No, no, no. No no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I meant like
2: I didn't have one of you actually jumping through. I never oh, right, clicked yeah. it. That would have been that would cool. have been hilarious. Yeah. yeah,
1: that would have been the time we met. Yeah. yeah. You but then, get it out on picture. <laughs> yeah. But that was also when I first noticed you as such. I saw you on the Monday, but I wasn't really focused on anything other than...
2: Oh, I noticed you on Monday. Yeah,
1: I know. Yeah. <laughs> but on that Tuesday and then... Because you was also... You and Kelsey were very much a part of hanging around with Zach as well. Yeah. So naturally... Zach, myself, you, and Kelsey kind of just grew quite close as a group. Yeah. And instantly I was just, as Dad said, I kind of knew you as the one. I don't know how. I was just like.
2: And it became more and more evident that he knew later on the week. Yeah. <laughs> a long um, distance relationship started.
1: Yeah. So then that was a Tuesday we spent all day. He had vaginal. some weird
2: phrases though. I mean, that caught me off guard as, we, as he's trying to talk to me. He like, you know, he's, he's British, as we all know and the British have some interesting phrases that even now I'm still confused by sometimes. But as we were walking away from, was that that Friday night? As we were walking away from evangelism at Farrington Station, and you're like, how'd you get on? And I was like, uh, one leg at a time like <laughs> I, I don't know what what does this mean <laughs> how it is, did it go how did it go right? he's, like, he's like oh how how would you say this and then it's like as if we're trying to speak a different language here but yeah, yeah my American dictionary yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then what, we went out to dinner with a bunch of friends afterwards and yeah
1: everything was all included sure. in the group so we always used to go out in the big group it was, yeah. we never just did anything separate oh. the closest we did was the three of us went out, you, Zach, and I. Oh, yeah. Went, went out and got pizza. Yummy um, pizza. Back when I could eat pizza. Oh, stop <laughs> <laughs> um, but, but
2: you you made sure that...
1: Yeah, I did math. So <laughs> as we were all coming into this restaurant, I counted how many spaces she were in front of me so that I could sit opposite her and started counting people in front of me so I could oh. count the chairs down so that I could be sitting opposite her. Yeah. Um, but that was actually a very late night for me. For I, all of us,
2: that was well, that was really late.
1: One of the people who came was from the church that I came from, Remy. And That's right, yeah. he lived very, very far away, and he missed his last train. So I actually drove him home and didn't get home until 4 or 5 a.m. Was that the
2: night you got lost? Oh, no, oh, okay. No,
1: no, he was with me, so he would know where to go. But, yeah, so I, I offered to drive him home, and we didn't actually start driving home until 1 o'clock in the morning. Wow. And then, yes, yeah, so I think I got home about 4 a.m., and I, the first thing I did when I got home was message you. I got home okay. Yeah,
2: that was that was the <laughs> funniest thing because we had become friends on Facebook over the week, obviously, because you you start finding all the people that you get to know at the church, and every every night he would write me on Facebook and he'd say, "Oh, I've gotten home safely," and he'd say something like, "Hey guys, Sean's home okay," and everyone's like, "So oh. he's, he's messaging you." And I was like is is he not in communication with you? Like <laughs> you know, I soon find out okay, he's just talking to me and obviously over the over the days I start picking up on little things. I'm like, "Okay, yep, he's definitely interested, but I was I made sure not to show him my feelings cuz my thinking was you know, well, I'm going to go away in like a few days and then what's going to happen? I'm probably never going to talk to him again because,
3: mm-hmm, the, you yeah. know,
2: we're opposite sides of the world here and we all know how the communication is for distance like that. That's, it's difficult to keep up. So, you know, I was I was just very careful not to say anything or lead anything on and, but I could, I could really tell that he had interests in me.
1: But I didn't mention anything while you were there.
2: No, I just figured it out.
1: I know, but I I I, I pers- purposely never yeah. said anything because the idea of you being there wasn't to meet someone; it was to right. give the gospel. So I didn't want to hinder that at right. all, and put anything else in your mind, even though you already knew.
3: Yeah,
1: obviously wasn't that discreet.
3: <laughs> no,
2: <laughs> you still have a hard time. No, and, yeah.
1: Kat,
0: <laughs> and, and the thing is, very quickly after that, after she left, oh, yes. you you decided mm. to. Was it what, two days
2: after I went into landed? action.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean the mission was over,
1: so <laughs>
2: right? <laughs> <laughs> and the other mission was just beginning. Yeah. yeah.
1: So I wasn't going to let her get away. I uh, still
2: have that message somewhere. I know
1: you do. You have everything. Yeah. It's amazing. We should look for it at one time. Everything. But yeah, so when she got back again, we still commit, kept communication on Facebook. And we were talking for what's the, I think it was two days. I think it was.
2: No, nah, it was, it was I the weekend back, after you came back. I came back on Fourth of July, which I think was Wednesday, Wednesday evening, and then on Friday you wrote me the long message.
1: Okay, that seems like two days in. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> she at least wait till Saturday.
2: Yeah. Well. You know. And then she called us. Hey, mom, Dad, what do you think of this?
1: I wrote this big, yeah. long message about you know. Long. How I was interested, didn't really want to tell her during the time though. And you
2: didn't want to ruin my trip. I didn't, see, that yeah, was gonna happen. I didn't want to ruin the trip, <laughs>
1: but made it clear that I was, I was interested. But if she wasn't interested, I'm still happy just to get to know each other as brothers and sisters in Christ.
2: Oh, and he, and he would be willing to talk to my dad to ask permission to get to know me more. Yeah. That stood out. Yep.
1: Which I didn't actually have to because he he read the message (laughs) anyway. Yeah, but uh, So I wrote this message and then, I mean, we were talking all night, backwards and forwards, with no gaps in reply whatsoever. And as soon as I sent this message, that was the longest half an hour, I think, of my life.
2: Yeah, it was a long time. Because
1: it was just, it went quiet on the other end. Dead silence.
2: (laughs) Hmm,
1: maybe I shouldn't have done that.
2: (laughs) I was processing.
0: And then. Well, you know what? I, I don't know if I read that before. Yeah, because
2: I, yeah, you have. She called us in. Yeah, and then and but he did write you afterwards as well. But well, but. To,
0: to be to be honest, I mean that might have been the case. <laughs> you but, don't remember? But you was too busy loading a shotgun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, actually, for me, my recollection, is, is the first contact and and recognition of you wasn't your communication. I would have honestly said the first time I became aware of you was when you, when you sent me that letter, that email. No, it's but possible. You remember
2: your advice her how to yeah. respond to it. Remember? We were okay, about I, I guess yeah.
0: maybe. I, okay, that that I can Rings remember, that, and
3: that's <laughs> yes,
0: that would fit my right. mo. Yes. <laughs> yeah. totally. Sounds like you. Yep.
1: <laughs> so I send this message, and then. Finally, yeah, but half an hour, maybe even longer, actually. Could have been. She writes back another long message, which I misinterpreted. Her response was on the lines of, let's just get to know each other as friends, basically. And I took that as, oh, she's not interested. You know, okay. No
2: hope whatsoever. Yeah,
1: oh, no. <laughs> um,
2: Worst day of my life. <laughs> you
1: know, Running, right and, right and jump on the bed, hide under the blanket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not coming out. Um, <laughs> but... I, yeah, I, I just really liked her also as a friend. So I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to let this even ruin our friendship. Just continue to get to know one another. So we carried on speaking for the week as well until the next Friday. And throughout the week, I kept getting almost mixed signals. I was kind of thinking, okay, she wow. does, she does. Sort so of runs in the family, huh? <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> mixed mm-hmm. signals. So, yep. I didn't get that from dad. I had this yeah. in the back of my
1: mind that she just wants to be friends. But then every now and then I'd be like, hmm, she's. Almost sounds like she's interested, though. And then on Friday, I kind of asked again, but not <laughs> seriously. I just kind of said, when you said about pursuing each other as friends, did that mean for good or just for the moment? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um,
2: Always need that assurance. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: okay. Assistant. Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. And then she responded and said, yeah, I am interested, but let's just get to know each other on this basis for the first. And then that changed everything. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. But we did, but I I did still, that's when I um, emailed you as well, because now I knew she was interested as well. I'm like, okay, let me at least talk to her dad, (laughs) which I
2: did. Establish the connection.
0: Yeah. And you were wise in stating that you wanted to get to know her as friends. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Otherwise, I would have had two shotguns.
1: (laughs) And then from there on out, so that was, what, that would have been? July. End of July, by the time I wrote you. Dad, that is not you. I wrote you all the time, but that was the time I wrote Dad (laughs) to get in touch. And then from there on for the next year and a bit, pretty much all of my time and all of my money was spent (laughs) on saving money to come to California and then coming to California. So I came out in November for Thanksgiving and came out the following March for the Shepherds Conference here in California. Came out in May to surprise you for your birthday. You came out to England again in June. Was it June. Mm. July, July, July. Yeah, she came out in June the first time. Came in July the second time. Yeah, I came out again in September, and that's when I took Dad out for breakfast because mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I had. Uh, I remember that. I had something <laughs> I wanted. I mean, who wants to go to Denny's? You know, it was good. could not say no to that, right? Um, mm-hmm.
2: I mean, to be honest, before you get to that part, this whole time from when we said we're going to get to know each other as friends till that moment that. Sean took dad out to breakfast, which we all know where that's going to lead to. You know,
3: there
2: There was Coffee. never a time that, I mean, there was a moment that both of us knew we wanted to get married.
1: January 12th.
2: January 12th. But there was never a pinpoint time that we said we're now boyfriend and girlfriend.
1: We never introduced ourselves as this is my girlfriend or this is my mm-hmm. boyfriend or... If anyone asked us if we have a boyfriend or girlfriend, we just said no. Because we
2: we had always... We started with asking my parents' permission to date, which every time they were just like, take it slow, you know, wait, just get to know each other as friends, which, you know, that was great. and But then for at some point, I don't even know when this happened, but in May, I think, when you came to surprise me for my birthday, you were out with Dad and... Getting gas. Getting gas at, I guess, Costco or something. And Dad introduced you to somebody as my boyfriend. And we were kind of like, wait, what? No, no, when not, did that not, happen? Not
1: Dad's boyfriend as his no, daughter. No, as, <laughs> yeah, as my boyfriend. <laughs> as, uh, as
2: my, I think everyone got that. <laughs> as my boyfriend.
0: Hey, hey people, <laughs> listeners, are you starting to get a picture of who Sean is here?
2: <laughs> so, you know, there was never a defining moment that, we decided that. It kind of was decided for us by dad. And we were like, oh, okay, I guess we're boyfriend and girlfriend. So from then on, it didn't... We still never
1: spoke to each other as boyfriend and girlfriend.
2: Right. It never, it actually never really changed our relationship. But it only changed the fact that from now on, when we went or when you went to go talk with my parents, because I think at this point, it was more of you instead of both of us together. It wasn't for dating. It was for... A lifetime.
1: <laughs> yeah. So then in September, when I came and took dad out, we had a, a long, tearful conversation. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And prior to this, you scared me because you're always saying oh, that oh, what, what dad does is he always encourages you before he has to give you the bad news. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And I was like, oh, okay. So said, so if he starts encouraging you, worry. But if he starts, and I was like, okay. But you start with bad stuff. And I was like, uh oh, is it going to be any good? <laughs> 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 um, and by God's grace, well, you said yes. I had your permission to <laughs> yes. marry Elizabeth, and the next day I proposed. Um, yeah,
0: I, I remember because I had, I had shared some concerns, yeah. and I had stated very clearly though with those concerns, it wouldn't change the answer mm. to right. your question.
1: I know one of those concerns, which I believe the Lord has given me a lot of grace in, was because I was quite a young believer. How would I, you know, lead my, How would I not have to lead my wife spiritually? And but. From the moment i was saved the lord gave me a strong hunger and desire to mm-hmm. know and i mean when i was first saved i'd read books of the bible not just chapters and i was just wanted to catch up and I had a lot of strong teaching and discipleship along the way so i matured rather quickly by god's grace and i believe that was personally because he knew i was going to meet elizabeth and i needed mm-hmm. to be ready to marry her mm-hmm. um so the lord grew me very quickly so i'm thankful for that and also I think one of the concerns as well was moving maybe to England and being away from everybody. So how, you know, to have that strong leadership amongst an unbelieving mm-hmm. family and everything. Right. So. But yet the Lord still gave you the, the heart for me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, we knew
2: when you came yes. out the first time in November for Thanksgiving. Oh, that's, we, that's something. We no. knew you were the <laughs> one for her. No. We knew. Especially yeah. when Dad did the ultimate test.
1: Yeah, five minutes within the door. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, man. So this is my first time ever going away abroad without my family. The
2: ultimate meet the parents experience. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> so
1: I've just flown 11 hours across the Atlantic Ocean and first thing, literally within five minutes of walking <laughs> through the door, that's like, hey, do you want to help me kill a chicken? <laughs> <laughs> so straight out into the backyard and we, okay, this is what they do in America. <laughs> <laughs> no,
3: no <laughs> just my family.
1: <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that was a good, so we killed a chicken, we went fishing, killed it fish, ate the fish. There was a lot of... Killing well, lot we, of had, we ate
0: the chicken too.
1: We ate the that's chicken, yeah. Scary. So I was like, this family can sustain themselves very well. <laughs> um, the Lord is sustaining yeah, us. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so that's how we met and how I continue to pursue you yep. and then yeah after getting permission to marry you we I proposed to you on top of a mountain yep trying to find the perfect spot S- the center whole time of
2: the hill park right center of the world park sorry
1: top of the world park oh top of the world yeah which was we went up to Lake Arrowhead and Big Bear for the day and which I, was already
2: planned ironically yeah, which was. was fun
1: which is why I also wanted to take that out before Friday so that I could propose <laughs> that was planned so I could propose to you on the mountain Right. That was all in my mind.
0: You wanted that to be a mountaintop experience. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> um, so I had this this ring, bulky box ring in my pocket the whole day that I'm sure you would have seen, but I you never did.
3: didn't
1: see it. For this, trying to find this perfect spot. And then it wasn't until we came back down the mountain, we just drove past this little park. And I was like, oh, let's put it in here. Let's have a relax and let's read. Relax. Let's have a relax. <laughs> Relaxing time. Let's yeah. relax. Yeah. And yeah, it overlooked uh the canyon i think or whatever it was the valley
2: san bernardino valley
1: yeah Yeah, it was was pretty
2: oh but and by this time i i mean i sort of knew what sean's intentions were that trip i mean you know he wasn't very quiet about it but (laughs) I, i knew obviously the reason he took dad out to breakfast so the whole time after he came home from breakfast, I'm just like...
0: Yeah, he never well, took like, me up to breakfast before then, and he hasn't taken me yeah. out since. <laughs> so...
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh.
2: I guess you know what that means. Anyways. <laughs> but no, I was like, I'm reading his face, I'm trying to see, like, okay, what, what's what's there? Like, is there anything I can try to get out of him? But, you know, nothing. And he actually kept that quite secret.
1: Poor getting secret, i kept in my mm-hmm.
2: life. And even the whole day at the mountains, I mean... You should have been in my head. The amount of times I'm like, oh, here's a good spot. I'm like, oh, this is a good spot to propose. I'm like, this would be nice. Or, oh, how about here? And the whole day I'm like, no, it's
3: not going to happen. Anymore. The longer it got to, the more it got
2: to the end of the day. And as we were starting our way back down, I was like, dad must have said no. And I just, Aww. I was like, no, I guess not. I guess not now. And then...
1: Because we knew he would, but we just didn't know when. You
2: know, I think that was actually God's grace, because obviously I was so focused on, I was like, oh, he can propose here, he can propose here, that maybe my response wouldn't have been as nice as being completely caught off guard. Because at that point, I genuinely just had no idea anymore.
1: Well, I your mean, your answer was first. Were you kidding me or something like that? Or well, yeah, because
2: I was I was caught off guard. I was like, "Wait, are you serious? Like, that it, yeah. the, like no. really? That actually said yes? Like, what?" No. And then when I said yes, church bells rang in the distance. Yeah,
1: we don't know where that church was. That but was no, that, that was really weird. cool. But that there was,
0: isn't a church there it, for <laughs> miles <laughs> No,
2: <laughs> I promise <laughs> you, there were church bells.
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> in your head, I think. Mm. I don't know, but... You you, you need to find those church bells.
2: I know, that'd be cool. Our dog wants to join the conversation.
0: She wants
1: food. She
2: wants food and she wants to go out.
1: Well, we'll be quick. So we got married and we moved to America.
2: No, we moved (laughs) to England. After we got married, we moved to England.
1: Okay. Um, And back. Yeah, so we got married... Again, it seems to be a trend, but about six months later.
2: Well, that's usual. That's normal. Yeah,
1: so we got married on March 7th, 2015. Hi, Olive. <laughs> um,
2: She's crying. <laughs>
1: oh. And then, yeah, moved back to England on March 17th. Mm-hmm. And we lived there for two and a half years. Yeah. And we was going to the church that we met at. Yep. Which was Grace life, nice. life London. Grace Life London. Grace Life London. That was a very big part of my life.
2: If you're in the London area, that's a great church to attend. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you don't <laughs> yes. know where it is,
1: throw a dart at the center of London and where it lands... Go to that point, you probably find it. (laughs) It's right in the middle. Yeah, and then yeah, went through the whole visa process of applying for the US, and by Lord's grace, we got granted, and we moved back here in July. Six months ago. Hey, yeah, six months ago,
2: ish, six And and a half.
1: That brings us to where we are now.
0: Well, guys, this is it's fun to reflect upon these things. First of all, really to see God's hand, God's grace in our lives. Uh, none of us deserved our partners, but God graciously has blessed us with amazing partners. And life continues with this blessing on a day-to-day basis. The fact that we're around the table sharing this speaks of that blessing, I believe. So we just wanted to share these special stories on this uh, Valentine's Day, a time when when we reflect on uh, well. The, the world looks at love and hearts and cupids and all these crazy things but we recognize first of all the special love that we have for each other uh, really has been placed in our hearts by the lord and he he was the one that brought us together through all kinds of amazing circumstances each one of our stories shows that he has moved us around the world remo- uh, moved us uh, to different places to find that person, uh, one thing that was never meant was uh, mentioned was how many times Dad moved before he ended up in uh, Long Beach to meet mom uh, it 's just phenomenal, and you know uh, when you look at the details, this is orchestrated. This is god 's hand at work, and it 's just an incredible blessing. So we hope that this encourages you listeners first of all, to to recognize God's hand, maybe in your own life, but also to recognize God's hand in your relationship, if you're married, if you have someone that you're interested in. And uh, we all are praying and uh, realize that you probably missed one person at the table, and that's Michael. And he... One day soon, hopefully, Lord willing, we'll find that special person for him and in his life. Then we'll get to hear his story. We are looking forward to that, knowing that God is an amazing God, and he has created amazing stories in each and every one of our lives. So You might
2: have to move again.
0: Uh, Yeah, well, that might happen I don't know, interesting (laughs) It is interesting to reflect on these things Mm -hmm. Well, this brings us to the end of this podcast Thank you for listening to this week's podcast We hope you have been motivated by today's topics to excel in your craft But most importantly, to live for God's glory If you have any questions about this episode, please write us at podcast at fggdesigns.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or visit us at fggdesigns.com.